Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about the TGAs, among many other things. That's right, uh, the video game or the game awards. I feel like the show has gone through a bunch of names or, you know, whatever. But anyway, we're going to go and get this thing going. Hey, everyone, this is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Uh, and already, uh, forgive my voice, I am sick, but we are out here recording anyway. Uh, I had to make sure that you people get get a get an episode this week we had to make make sure it happens um and also we are recording uh weirdly on a sunday so if some crazy world breaking news happened on monday or tuesday we don't know about it yet go back and warn us yeah so if we're wrong if we're like horrendously wrong about something we're not stupid we're just you know we'll see in the future we just didn't want to talk about it yeah yeah exactly exactly um, well, well, you know, we don't have the same leaker sources that, you know, something like Murphy's multiverse might, but anyway, or the, the Diz insider. Yeah. The, yes. The Diz insider. Uh, but anyway, uh, before we get to that, uh, Dylan, we got to hear about, uh, the news you found this week. What do you have? What do you have for us? All right. So it's another week and another batch of substantial DC updates. Boy, uh, this time via an article, um, from the Hollywood reporter about kind of just like a status update on the new gun saffron, um, you know, yes, leadership at DC Universe, uh, or DC Studios, you know, whatever. Uh Um, the biggest one is that Wonder Woman 3 is not moving forward, it's canceled. Apparently, Patty Patty Jenkins, uh, pitched a script that she and Jeff Johns worked on and um, they didn't like it and they gave her changes and she said, nah, I'm good. And then she left. And um, wow, it seems like maybe this is like <clears throat> where, where it's headed anyway, because uh, not only is Wonder Woman th- uh, three not happening, but they said that um, Henry Cavill returning for Man of Steel two is unlikely now. And that um, it's, likely that aquaman 2 is the final film for jason momoa so basically like as aquaman yeah he cut people he's gonna be lobo Lobo. yeah and james gunn tweeted a picture of lobo at some point um so like you know that could happen um but, but like i think it would be a much better fit if they did do that but um this is basically just uh corroborating everything we've been saying that Right. I think they're gonna. We we've, we've been thinking that they're gonna like start clean, fully start. fully distance themselves from the Zaddyverse. Um, so I have something that's not related to that, but not um as part of your article. Um, okay. The discussion at my store, the Star Wars store, if you will, uh, was that Patty Jenkins leaving or the Wonder Woman thing, Wonder Woman movie not happening. Does that free her up to go back to do that Rogue Squadron movie that she was supposed to do? No, no. You think that's still just no. fully off the table? Yeah, I think that's what I thought Wonder too. Wonder Woman too. There, I think the reason she isn't doing that is not her choice. I see. Um, <laughs> so I don't think this changes that at all. Like their perception, uh, Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy, whatever his perception of her. You know. Okay. Yeah. So I'll have to have a new excuse. Up. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Did Did they want her to come back? Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I think I think it wasn't necessarily I want Patty Jenkins back. It was more I want a Rogue Squadron movie. Yeah. Which maybe someone else could do it. Yeah, I mean, maybe so. But this is really interesting um 
news here, I guess. Um, well, I guess not really because they've been so fast and loose with committing to projects and canceling things that sure, you know, in your mind, surely a banner project like wonder woman wouldn't get canceled. Right. But yeah. Or Superman. Right. That's um, wild. But you know, honestly, wonder woman two was a big disappointment um, commercially and critically. Right. And man of steel two, it's been like forever. So, you know, it's just unfortunate, or it's not unfortunate. It's funny because Henry Cavill just came back, quote, and did the Instagram post, like, I'm back at DC, um, which I think was a power move, Michael, because oh, okay. uh, he posted that the day before the James Gunn Saffron news came out. So he, like, took it upon himself to post online, I'm back as Superman um, wow. the day before the new leadership took over, you know? So, like, I think it's, like, strong-arming them. Okay, and I think at this point they're like, no, no, we're still not doing that. <laughs> you know, well, they thought they would play like a Sony Spider-Man deal, like a like a public thing, and then try to get, you know, the yeah, the no, like, well, how can we not do it? He announced it, you know, like that kind of thing. No, <laughs> I mean, okay, well, the next part of the story is it's interesting because um, with the Flash movie, which I think is supposed to like basically bookend the Snyder era, you know, yeah. um, both to end it. They filmed a lot of cameos from Snyder characters, like returning um, one from Wonder Woman, one from, or, or Gal Gadot, uh, Aquaman, um, and Henry Cavill filmed one for the Flash too. Um, okay. And apparently it's just up in the air whether or not they're going to keep those scenes in or take them out of the movie. I think take them out, right? I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about it because I feel like what they should do is it is called Flashpoint, which like in comics leads to a new universe, like a, re, a continuity reset, you know? Okay. So I think you could do like one last like goodbye to those people, you know, and keep just put it all in. Just But what if the But don't indicate the, that they're back because of but, that. But what if the, the shot stuff does indicate that there's going to be more what if it's like a tease of like hey watch for me in such and such then take it out unfortunately um but i think it'd be cool if it was a goodbye and, and in the comics it ends with a new flash and a new batman the new 52 versions having a discussion at the end so it would be cool if this movie ended with like whoever the new batman is and whoever the new flash is you know um that's an interesting idea I don't think they'd have the foresight to do that, but it's James Gunn now, so maybe. Well, yeah, but like, that's already been done, right? Like, like the movie, you mean? Wait, wait, wait for Flashpoint. Yeah, I mean, isn't it all shot and done? Yeah, but they filmed Superman's I I part in Black Adam Fair like enough. a month before the movie came out. So, like, wow, yeah, no, that's generally, true. generally, you're right. Michael, movies are done, and then they edit them for a while and like put them out, but with. DC, they like film. Hey, and, what if we and, did this and tinker right up until release? Like what even we... Spider Man No Way Home, they were still editing VFX af after it came out. What if we added some humor? Wait, after it came out? Yeah, there were there was like a version two in theaters with like updated effect. Like they fixed some of the. Effects did we talk about that? Because I don't remember that. I mean, we must I have. Think, I think we did, but this was like pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I feel like wow, you know, yeah, wow, that's wild. That's like. That's like, why isn't everybody complaining about that? That's like, um, well, that's part of the, the whole VFX artist complaint. They didn't okay. have time. 
Wow, that's wild. That's that's like um when video game developers make content for downloadable content <laughs> before the game is out. <clears throat> yeah, like, I get that, but come on, it's basically a video game. You're right. It's like a patch. Right, they patch by the movie comes out. <laughs> that's embarrassing. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. embarrassing because they work on it for like five years. You know, like they should. Well, I mean, who are we to say what a ta- what a realistic timetable is? You know, like I don't know. Like, well, you can take more time, is what I'm saying. Like, right. is it that your, crucial? Give your people some, like, you know, family, some vacation time, also, and take an extra year and then deliver an amazing product. You know, right? Is it like, do we need five marbles in a year or whatever it may be? No, we we could we could get by with one or two. You know, we're never going back to that, Michael. How dare I know. you? We've been saying. having one Marvel a month for the past couple of years, and pretty much we're going to keep if it. If you're counting TV, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're not going to do that. Um, that's a story for an upcoming story. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> um, okay. Along with it, in the article, they also indicated that Black Adam two is not happening. Obviously, uh huh. We don't we don't need to say that, despite. Uh, Dwayne Johnson tweeting that it will profit between 52 to 72 million dollars. Profit, all caps. He's referencing an article from Deadline um, that has like a chart that basically outlines all like the entire budget and profit margins for the movie. Um, But I have a couple issues with it, Michael. Okay. Number one, the math doesn't math. Like even if you, there's different tables and they just don't add up to what it says it does. Okay. It's simple addition. Like they'll have like five okay. lines and then a total at the end of those five lines. And it just doesn't, sometimes it just doesn't, that's not what it is. Sure. Uh, the, the, so, um, but, so you did the math. Yeah. It was, it took two seconds. Um, but, but other so did than that, the rock. Yeah. I don't think he thought about it that hard or he mm. really just wants to, you know, he wants to frame it as a success. Um, I mean, wouldn't you? Sure, but I wouldn't. I feel like it just comes off as desperation and and like embarrassment more and more the more he tweets about it. Like, right? Maybe just I think stop. The move I think is just like, or I would respect it. He was like, "Hey, like we did our best, and I think we turned in a really good movie." But like, not everyone saw it. Like that kind of attitude, you know? Like, yeah, like try to get lots of to good go movies. Buy the Blu-ray, you know? Yeah, there's lots of good movies that don't make a lot of money. You could like frame it that way, even though I don't think it is. But right. I think you know? that's the yeah you're correct. I think that's the move. Like you could frame it as like an underrated master, like a hidden gem <laughs> situation. Right. But okay, the big hidden glaring gem black <laughs> Yeah, um, underrated. The, okay, the big glaring issue, Michael, with the math is that there's a part on the line where they um, factor in when a movie after it's come out and after it's been on video on demand, then they license it to a major streamer like Netflix, Amazon, where you can rent right. it for free um streaming and they put in 86 million dollars as a profit like they licensed it to someone um to stream which would is profit generally but they licensed it to hbo max which is themselves so they just paid themselves 86 million dollars and they're calling that a um, profit a profit which is not how that works (laughs) that sounds like some mafia stuff right there isn't that how they got they busted al capone like yeah it sounds like like racketeering taken down um but yeah you're losing money by like boosting your streaming service, you know? Um, yeah. But you don't get to do that and then also be like, well, it would have been $86 million. So that's a, uh, that's profit right there. You know, like that's not really, um, 
how that works. So it's losing money, despite what the article says. Like, we're here to tell you that it was not a financial success. No, unfortunately. That doesn't mean you can't like it. Right, exactly. Even if he even if he's totally right and it made $52 million, it's uh, not considered a very big success either because right. of how, mu- how many like tens of thousands of people worked on it. And, you know, it's expected to make a bigger margin than that. Of course. Um, wow. And he, <laughs> in the tweet, he was like, well, it made more than Captain America one, which I thought was the most embarrassing part, which was like 12 years ago or something like right. that. The first before, Avenger before this, <laughs> industry had really exploded yet yeah and that movie cost a lot less than this one and it starred chris evans who was not really famous at that point and right he's famous for that role i just feel like that's not the comparison you want to make you know like that's embarrassing (laughs) i don't know um but there we are uh i think we'll we'll hear some more solid details later James Gunn said about that article, he's like, well, some of it is not true. Some of it is true. <laughs> so they're not committing to anything publicly anyway. But he's been there like a couple weeks. It's going to take a while to yeah, get your ducks in order, but we'll see. Um, But you know what is happening, Michael, at DC? What's that? Joker. Folie à deux. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting about this movie, Dylan. We got our first look at it. We got an image from Todd Phillips. Um, oh, no. Did of, we? Oh, I have to yeah. see this. It's Arthur Fleck um, getting his beard shaved at Arkham Asylum. And like... Oh, is it the one from the thumbnail? Okay. Yeah, and it's like the white on his face was like the Joker white. You know, you get it, Michael? Do you understand? I, Dylan, look, I don't understand subtlety. Um, I don't, So I need my, my references to be um, very overt, okay? So like this is too subtle. Well, then this isn't the movie for you. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. this is for higher thinkers i think you know no offense but like I, intellects basically spirit I, intellects. I don't want to rip on a still frame but it is very self-important sure whatever but this this still frame is very up its own butt show us lady gaga we all want to see it yeah at least that would a... get people talking yeah Yikes. but there's nothing to go on here it's just an image um nope. and it looks production like production has started it looks like the last one Color palette looks the same. Comes out October 4th, 2024. We'll talk about it every week until then. Um, (laughs) I can't wait. Speaking of the Marvel situation that you kind of touched on, um, you are correct. We are apparently getting less Marvel in the future. Look at me. Um, Yeah. uh, I think a lot for the, uh, from like the VFX and the quote Marvel fatigue and it, it not being as consistently good as it normally is. It seems like they're slowing down a little bit with Bob Iger returning. Um, and uh, it says we'll have it, We'll be having to wait longer in the, for future projects to be released. It's ultimately for the sake of keeping quality over quantity. Don't expect 22 schedule of at least one Marvel project per month to stay true for 2023 and 2024. Wow. Okay. So um, honestly, that's better. I think. I think people are getting really fatigued. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, That being said, there's like still a lot in 2023. You know, we got Ant-Man and the Wasp, Gardens 3, The Marvels, and then Secret Invasion, Echo, Loki, Ironheart, and X-Men 97 on Disney+. Plus. Right. 
that's eight things. <laughs> so that's, that's a lot, dude. That's still a lot. Like, it's not like, oh, we're going to have go back to, you know, 2010 era. You know, it's like it's still a ton of Marvel. So I wouldn't. Yeah, we're, d- like this it. is this isn't like the sky is falling at all. This is. I think Marvel realizing they have to sort of, you know, re, you know, back it up just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think that'll be a good thing. We'll see. Um, okay. So then we got the people's choice awards happened, Michael. I know you're very hyped for that. Oh, oh yeah. And this, um, as far as I'm concerned, this award ceremony is nothing but like popularity online. It's a popularity contest basically because people of vote course. for it. Um, so I just wanted to run through a few of the winners just to highlight, like, at least in this community, what, like, the favorite things of the year have been, you know? Right. Um, the best movie overall was Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, fully agree. Film of the year. To contextualize it, the nominees were Bullet Train, Doctor Strange, Elvis, Jurassic World, Nope, Batman, Thor, and Top Gun. So that's, like, the pool we're looking at, you know? I mean, one um, of those was uh, real good. I think Nope, Batman, and Top Gun were all good. Well, okay, well, um, fair enough. I didn't see Top Gun. You're like the only person in the world who didn't see Top Gun, I think. How I think has Matt so. not made you? How does he work with you? I, you know, <laughs> that's a good question. You know, uh, I think if you ever find yourself with a couple days off, Michael, you should... <laughs> Take advantage of that and watch Top Gun at home because it is out streaming now. You know, you know, just, I might just throw it out there. I, I, might, I might just have to. <laughs> um, have best to action it. movie is Top Gun Maverick. Um, I mean, sure. Which I don't get because Doctor Strange is also in that category. Doctor Strange is a better movie. Top Gun's the best action movie. That's bizarre. Um, best male star is Chris Hemsworth. Best female best, star, best boy star. Best girl star is Elizabeth Olsen. Okay. Um, best action star overall, which is men and women, is Elizabeth Olsen. Um, best show is Stranger Things. We both really like that. Yeah. Um, best sci-fi fantasy show, Stranger Things. Okay. And there was a bunch more, but well, like, what Stranger else is nominated for Strange. sci-fi show? Like, oh, um, let's for, see. For what is it? You just say sci-fi fantasy. So what is it? Stranger yeah, Things, House Rings of the of Dragon, La Brea. I don't know what that one is. I don't even Moon Knight, Obi Wan. She-Hulk, Stranger Things, Lord of the Rings, and Umbrella Academy. Oh wow! Okay. Wow, no Miss Marvel. Wow. Wow. Um, you know, I remember being a teen and liking <laughs> the People's Choice Awards and being into it. You know, I mean, I'd... it's fun to get the poll results. Yeah, but Elizabeth Olsen wasn't even there, and she won everything. It's kind Yikes. of a bummer. Did you watch it? Was like, no, I didn't. But do, don't do underestimate the power that she has. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Do celebrities do celebrity, go to these things? Normally, they get a couple, and they're like, tell them ahead of time that they won. Okay. They're, it's like good. All the nominees will be there, so it's like very clear who's winning everything. Of course, it's like yeah, they're they're showing. Uh, I think we had a little technical hiccup right there, but um, they'll they'll have like the camera on one person, and then yeah, like well right here. I guess you're winning. Exactly. Funny. But, um, I mean, uh, good for them. Congratulations to all the winners. Yeah, to Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) Right. Were there any big takeaways? Did they they make announcements at at the People's Choice Awards? No, right? 
Not really. I don't think. I have no big like Okay. news that came out of it. I'm sorry. That's cool. <laughs> but I do have big Avatar uh, news. Avatar four news. I I'm I I am very con I'm interested in this headline, Dylan. I know you're like still in Avatar two mode because you haven't seen that yet. But um, James Cameron. Okay, there's been a lot of like quotable James Cameron moments from uh, this press tour for Avatar two, as there always is. And it's always him just like, you know, Right. amplifying his villain era, uh, which we I don't love know. to I see. don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he seems really likable. We love him. <clears throat> um, okay, I'll read his quote about uh, Avatar 4. Um, he said, I can't tell you the details, but all I can say is that when I turned in the script for 2, the studio gave me three pages of notes, the one we're about to see. Right. Um, and then he said, when I turned in the script for 3, they gave me a page of notes, so I was getting better. When I turned in the script for four, the studio executive and creative executive over the films wrote me an email that just said, holy F. And I said, well, where are the notes? And she said, those are the notes because it kind of goes nuts in a good way, right? Um, and then everyone Wow. cheered. Right. And then we all stood up <laughs> and clapped. yeah, everyone in the class stood up and clapped. Um, Avatar 4. So I'm going to get that movie when I'm 75. they're, they're coming... More like quickly, Michael. Fast and Furious now, okay? Um, Like family. he says he says in the next one should be out in twenty twenty four or something. Like Oh, okay. yeah. Because they filmed two, three, and four. Now they're just Oh, doing they did. Yeah, and part of five, he said. Okay. All right. Because he said there were flashbacks in five with Are you children, lying to me? and he didn't know, and he didn't want the children to be too old, so he filmed some stuff for five also. Should they get to do that? Um, Wow. I mean, in regards to, you know, I think it's like, okay, I'm I'm in two camps right here. Like, it's obviously very pretentious to assume you're going to get that many movies, you know? Right It's before very your second self-important. one has released. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little self-congratulatory before it's come out. Um, but Yeah. I do like having a plan, at least. Like, on one hand, I think you should make the movie and, like, it be one and done and pretend that's the only movie you'll ever get to make. For our sake, you know, like, Right. I don't want to witness a prequel, but I do like, like, something with the opposite of Star Wars, where they, like, have, like, a multi-picture plan. I, mean, I, I like that as well. He said, my model was Peter, what Peter Jackson did with Lord of the Rings, um, basically saying that he gave all the actors the scripts for the for all the movies, and they got to know their whole arc before they started filming. Wow. So that's what his approach was here. And, Interesting. um... One of the producers spoiled that one of the sequels is an Earthbound sequel, Michael. Um, Uh, okay. so we might be leaving Pandora at some point. All right. Interesting. It'd be kind of wild to see the Navi It's like in our world. it's so hard for me to speculate onto Avatar 4 <laughs> when I've only seen Avatar 1, you know? because there's no lore to talk about, like Right. that that is common knowledge anyway, you know? Right. I mean, cool. I, You need to have a you need to have a hard take here, Michael. I, a hard Like, take. Uh, you're either with well, us or you're against us. with the with the Avastars, um, Yeah. I think, I think that, you know, no, we're gonna get these movies and they're gonna make a billion dollars. Uh, you know, they're they're gonna be huge. But will it make close to three billion like the first Oh, one? We'll excuse see. me. Um, <laughs> no, no. Okay. diminishing Well. returns. Yeah, it won't, but I think it'll still make a ton of money. And 
I'm of very course. excited to see it, despite Father Cameron uh, being a little pretentious. But yeah. um, right. I'm seeing it this week, so we won't oh, yeah. we won't record again before we before That's we've seen true. it. Do we That's are we right. gonna pre rank it like at the end or now? Yeah. Or what do you think? Um, let's pre rank it now since we're not doing a thing at the end about it. So I guess um, we're in, we're in avatar mode now. Boy, um, you go first, Dylan. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give Avatar. I've thought about this. Okay, I was gonna say you. I'm gonna say four and a half stars. Um, wow. I think okay. it's gonna be amazing. I don't want to give five because I want to like protect my heart. You know, I don't want to like really eat it. Um, right. But I'm, I feel like it's gonna be great. I'm gonna give it four and a half. Okay. Um, uh, I'll go. I'll go four. Okay. So you think it's gonna be awful? Yeah, garbage, Basically. unwatchable. Well, why are you even going then? If you're already yeah, right. a hater. <laughs> yeah, you know that's a good point. I'll just stay home. Okay. <laughs> well. Right. I mean, no, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see it. So. We'll review it as soon as we all get a chance to see it. Right. Um, but it looks really good. It but does. That's all my news. Okay. Well, let's hear about that live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And before we get to my portion of the news, we're going to do our picks of the week. And I am picking a game yet again. I'm picking a game that I am very, ex- and have been very excited for, for several months, ever since I got to demo it at a retailer thing back in June, maybe. It's a game called Boop, B-O-O-P. Um, it's a two-player only game that is kind of like tic-tac-toe, uh, tic-tac-toe uh, where you play as cats jumping on a bed. It is like tic-tac-toe, but has a, another layer of complexity and strategy on top of it that makes it a really, really fun game. And that's available at all stores. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's very cute also. My pick is the book that we had a midnight launch party for huh. a couple nights ago. It hasn't oh. happened yet for us, but uh, we will have had one. For, Past uh, Dylan is telling future Dylan that it went that it went great. Yeah, it was really fun. Thanks for coming out. If I saw you, um, Batman Spawn number one. Oh um, yes, Greg Capullo, Todd McFarlane. What more needs to be said? You know. Yeah, you know, you know the rest. You yeah, the twenty six covers or whatever. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's yeah. like A through Z. 20. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my pick. Okay. I'm hype. Very well. Um, moving into the news here. And let's see. I think we're going to start with this. Um, this is from Giant Freaking Robot, which I don't know how they get exclusives, but good for them. Um, apparently, there is a remake of Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds in development, uh, and they're um targeting scarlett johansson as the lead which is an interesting choice uh dylan yeah have dylan have you seen the birds i have actually i saw okay. it as a child i think the birds is one of those hitchcock movies that uh kind of sucks 
I don't know if I'm going to be honest. It scared me as a kid. Well, yeah, for sure. But as an adult, why does it suck though? It's like one of the most famous. Anyway. Is it behind like yeah. Psycho Vertigo and Rear Window? I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> I I I don't like it as I, as an adult. I I think it's really hokey. Um, I think it's like iconic because it has such a hokey premise. You know. That's true. So I so the question is like, then. So if if they're remaking the birds. Is it going to be hokey or is it going to be scary? Scary. Right? So not yeah. not going for a birdemic type thing? No, it's going to be like very serious. Okay. Um, so, not one of those uh, sci-fi knockoff movies. Right. So we'll see um, if this actually comes out. Um, it's going to be from Universal. There's no date. Nothing else really known about this other than they have their, quote, trusted and proven sources. Um, that this is going to be coming out soon or sometime. Is this part of the Universal Monsters uh, stuff now? That's a very Bird. interesting question, and I'm going to say uh, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, that that's confirmed. That's a Uncanny Universe exclusive right there. Just the bird, cool. Just just the bird. Um, <laughs> then I got a couple of trailers, and then my big news piece here. Um, we have a new we got a couple new trailers for uh, well we got a new trailer for the Netflix gothic horror film um the pale blue uh something i don't know the title went away um the uh the pale blue eye comes okay. on Netflix uh January 6th it is a gothic horror film starring Christian Bale um in the film a world-weary detective is hired to discreetly investigate the gruesome murder of a cadet Stymied by the cadet's code of silence, he enlists one of his one of their own to help the, unravel the case. A young man the world would come to know as Edgar Allan Poe. I thought this trailer was actually really strong. Um, and doesn't it looks? I, I I know this is kind of a dated thing to say, but it does look to me more like a theatrical thing than a streaming thing. Um, I thought it looked really good. Um, I agree. I I thought it looked like a strong film. Although again, it's coming out of January, so that means there's no faith in it. So, well, I feel like it's a little bit more okay for a horror movie. You know, oh, this, that is true. That is true. Horror is never, but yeah, I don't know. It has like it's set in 1830, so it's like that you know, horse and carriage vibe. Is it really? Okay. Uh-huh. I couldn't really get a good feel of the era from the trailer. Yeah, 1830 makes sense. I mean, um, it's based on a novel that I've never read, and it's directed by Scott Cooper. But what do you think really of the trailer? Familiar. Um, yeah, what do you think of the trailer, Dylan? Mia Goth. Yeah, that's what I thought. True, that's what I thought of the trailer. It looks really. I, I, I'm in for a Mia Goth weird horror movie at this point. You know, like whatever it is. Absolutely. Um, I don't. What else does Scott? He did Antlers, right? Crazy Heart. I think that's a big heart. one. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, it does look really cool. Um, so go check out that trailer. Um, we got a trailer, <laughs> a new trailer for Megan. Yes. The killer doll uh film from Blumhouse. It premiered apparently. Lots of good reactions a from Megan. Yeah. Wow. Did you um, see the video for like the videos from the premiere by chance? No. I'll I'll send it to you while we're talking about it, but um it looks very good. Uh, okay. But I, they they're going all out with the marketing, kind of like Smile did, you know. Oh, you have to. 
But I think this is going to be better than Smile, right? This, this, I feel like this knows what it is, and Smile didn't. Because it's a joke. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I, I hope so, but like it's, it's such a weird vibe for the trailer. Like it's or for for the trailers that we've seen because it's so ludicrous of a premise, but it is played so straight, but almost not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some of the dialogue is like, are you for real? This is too much. But yeah, I but love like, it. I'm very excited about this movie. But I think it's like too much on purpose. I hope, you know, uh, but, right. but it's kind of a win-win for us. Cause even if they're not aware, then it'll be even better if they were trying to make like an earnest scary doll movie. Right. Um, but Megan's already iconic. I, I stand oh, yeah. Megan. She's, she's already part of the culture. All right. She did nothing like, wrong. Exactly. Um, we're on her side, whatever happens. Oh, absolutely. Um, she's just programmed that way. All right. <laughs> exactly. I hope this turns into a franchise. I want Megan to, um, which apparently they're considering already. But um, I'm are they really? This is my this is my Joker. You know. Wow, Megan. So um, we also got a uh, Oscar season is fast approaching, Dylan, uh, and we're starting to get some FYC trailers out, the four year consideration trailers, and Nope has one, which is interesting. So. Um, what do you think? So if you don't know, um, uh, when movie movies don't just get nominated for the Oscars, a lot of the times they have to campaign and, you know, get out there and sell their movie a second time. Um, but they did one for Nope and the trailer is very interesting, but they don't tell you in this trailer what they're trying to get nominated for. So Dylan, do you have any theories as to what they're trying to shoot for on this one? They're probably going for director picture. And maybe Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's going to get any of those. I got to say, maybe director. Um, it could get director. Get a, it could, but I don't think it's going to get picture or any acting no. nominations. I, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. What about screenplay or like a best original screenplay? It Possible. Could. It just didn't make the splash that Get Out did, you know? Um, yeah. I don't think I think it's gonna be like a us situation. It was just kind of so? not gonna be acknowledged. Interesting. Well, I I hope I'm hoping for the best, but uh, well, I guess I'm trying to see what the like highest ranked horror movie is on uh, this year. Yeah, like in the predictions. Um, That's got to be nope. It's bones and all. I didn't Luca, see that. Luca Guadagnino's movie. It was good. I liked it a lot. I I wanted to see it, but I didn't get to. That's also not going to get nominated. I should say that, but it's okay. <laughs> has a higher chance anyway. Um, my final bit of news here. Um, I would like to start off by saying I was correct. Um, <laughs> I was right. Taking um, the high road, I see. So, if you recall from last week, last week, uh, actually the last couple of weeks, um, I did a did a news story. I want to say three weeks ago uh, about Mike Flanagan giving an interview saying that his dream project was to work on the dark tower. And he loves that franchise of that book series, blah, blah, blah. Right. Loves it. Then last week we had a news story about how he has cut ties with Netflix. and He signed a deal with Amazon. And uh-huh. don't you know it? Amazon has that IP of the dark tower. And don't you know it? Two days after we debuted last week's episode, it's officially announced. Stephen King's the dark tower is getting a TV adapt- adaptation by Mike Flanagan. Um, he wrote a pilot. Uh, see, Stephen King's Dark Tower is being turned into a thing from yes, yes, yes. Here is the quote 
Um, I wrote a pilot. We view it as a series that is going to last five seasons. Um, and having lived with this project for as long as I have, I have an enormous amount of it worked out in my brain, but I have a pilot script I'm thrilled with and very and a very detailed outline for the first season and a broader outline for the subsequent seasons. Um, so yeah, apparently he, oh, I didn't realize he um, adapted Dr. Sleep. I didn't realize he did that. Uh, the Stephen King. Yeah. The, the Shining sequel. I didn't realize he wrote that. Um, cool. Well, um, I am very excited. I, I, I love the Dark Tower. I think this is the finally the first chance that we're going to get to have something to be good. Because I remember um, when we were talking about that movie coming out several years ago and when they announced the actors, sure, sounds great. And then you get, who's the directing? Akiva Goldman. Oh, man. <laughs> he wrote it. He wrote it. Right, right, right. He wrote it. Like, oh, no. This is... yeah. We knew this is going to be bad. Yeah, we knew going in it was going to be terrible. But this um, one, you get to actually like get excited. I think, Michael. Oh, right, absolutely. And it's funny because we just decided at Clear Lake um, a month ago to do a, an extended Dark Tower read through, uh, and I wrote the list that we're that we're using. So, geez, okay, yeah, fourteen books. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we're on the we're on the stand right now, which is the first one. But that's the biggest one, you know, we're doing the stand first. Um, okay so that's cool though yeah there's no no timetable no release date nothing other than it's coming um but if you are interested in learning more about the dark tower come talk to me clearly like i'll i'll talk to you uh incessantly about it if you want because i love it you should um, have pitched it as like a uncanny universe exclusive last week when you talked about may, it you know? see, i i did i did i'm gonna go back and edit it and i'm gonna go okay. back and uh, patch the show history. like a uh, no way home we go patch it and uh okay <laughs> it's fine no one will ever know and i'll cut this part out but give michael his flowers because he he called it okay i did and i will eat my hat if the show is bad there's no way well okay <laughs> you've been here before let's i have let's hold our horse it's, but, it's, but, it, but, might, but, it might get made is where we're at right now right i think <laughs> it's confirmed it's gonna it's gonna get made dylan what if you find out that like I don't know Owen Wilson is like oh God. or something you know like oh, he might wow. not like the you might not vibe with the casting or something. <laughs> Owen Wilson is the gunslinger. Wow, he's slinging what? guns. Wow. wow, look at these bullets. Wow, a Billy Bumble King. Wow, what the heck? Wow. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, yikes. Um, who, okay, off like analysis is like hard to like do off the cuff but like who would you want to play um the gunslinger honestly scott eastwood oh no michael he's a bad actor you don't want him he looks the part he looks the part yeah i've never seen him better you've Um, seen him in suicide squad oh god i did never mind yeah not scott eastwood what's the who's the guy that they cast in um I don't know. I don't have a good. I don't have. So good we're casting. we're thinking like Western dude. Western guy. Oh yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. Western guy. I mean, if we could, if we could get Idris Elba back, I think that is excellent casting, and I think that's wonderful. Um, yeah, but he's tied to the old one. People think it's a sequel if you do that. You know. Yeah. So that's not going to work out, unfortunately. You know. What if they do like a a hot like current star like Tom Holland or something like that? 
I'm scared for you, Michael. Um, what if it was Timothy Chalamet? No, he's in Dune. He can do it all. Okay, he's in Bones and All. Also, that's a very popular book adaptation. Yeah, just just like The Dark Tower. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at like some fan casts right now, and they're just too much. Boring. Just don't make any sense either. Like um, this th- this one from I don't know this website, but they uh, they're suggesting uh, Kalul, uh Rahul Kohli uh, from Oh uh, yeah Midnight Mass mm-hmm. as Roland. I think I don't see that remotely, but anyway, I don't know. Well, you know, get check back with me later. Check back with me okay, later. Cool. I'll have a better. I'll have a better. You cast have years for you. to think about it. Yeah, yeah, years. Um. But well, what will come out first, Dark Tower or Avatar Four? I hope Dark Tower, because that's that's a few movies away. I, they should I come so. out first. But anyway, let's hear about all these tabletop events. Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and signups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at our Katy and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and we are going to talk about the Game Awards, um, which I believe used to be called the VGAs. Uh, now they're just the Game Awards, uh, which I don't know because I, th- I don't I don't love that name because it doesn't like uh, include board games or any other types of games. It only it's you know. I think it's kind of yeah. I liked VGAs better, but I think there was like a issue with like the branding there or something. I don't know what happened there, hmm. but either way. So Dylan, um, you're a big gamer. You play games. Not a big gamer. No, don't say no. that. <laughs> I mean, okay, fair enough. But you you play games more than I do. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Probably. Um. I I do play I do play video games a decent amount. Um. But. I, the the further I get away from working at GameStop, the less I play them. Um, and I and the way I play games has drastically changed as an adult. Like I I play the same game over and over and over again, rather than getting the new big narrative game that everyone's talking about. Right. You know. Um. What about You're you? Becoming do, old and crotchety. Yeah. Right. Do you do you keep up with like the current hot games and stuff, or do are you more of a? I'm generally playing new games. Yeah. Not. But I don't. I normally don't pick like keep up with like the huge AAA um, big blockbuster titles. Yeah, sometimes I do. Um, like I play Horizon. I play the sequel, of Forbidden West, and stuff. Right. but like I normally it's like I generally play co op games. So sure. and most of those big games aren't. So um, I miss a lot of them. Like I'm just now gonna play Last of Us 
you know, oh, wow. to That's contextualize right. how behind I am on some things. So we talked about that last week. I'm excited for you to play that. Um, so anyway, we're going to talk about the winners first. Um, there's a ton of categories. We're not going to get to all of them, obviously. Um, I love all these esports ones too. Uh, that 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 whole section really tells me how out of touch I am with the game, the video game community. When it's hmm. like best esports game, best esports team, best esports event, best esports coach. None like, of that means anything to you, huh? Nothing, dude. Same. Like, are they in phase? That's, or that's it. I, I know phase. It's the only clan I know. Cloud Nine is the other one. Um. Anyway, um, the ones that we're talking about here, um, best multiplayer game. This is this to me is wild. Splatoon three won this, as opposed to being compared to multiverses, Call of Duty, Overwatch. Like, hmm. good, good, good for good for Splatoon. You go Splatoon. I know it's really popular with kids. Like you have a resurgence since last year is, for some reason. When that first one came out, I was working at GameStop when that first one came out. And ooh wee. I might hmm. not have been. Maybe I was. I feel like I was. I was on the Wii, right? Yeah, I was. Um, Best Sim strategy game, Mario Rabbids. Sure. That, okay. That's wild to me that that lost to Total War Warhammer. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you, you don't do racing games, right? No, uh, just Mario Kart. <laughs> okay. Um, they have a sports slash racing game category. Uh, Grand Tourism 7 won that. Um, I have always liked that franchise. I have not played the new one. Um, Is racing not a sport? Well, it so that's a, that's a weird distinction. And would you put Mario Kart in there? Because it's a racing game, but it's more like a party game. And I think that's unfair to a game like Gran Turismo, which is a car simulation game, to compare it to Mario Kart. Like, they're very different. Yeah, I but know. I think that's just like the nature of like being in your category, you know? That's true. So then my question for you then. So the next category is best fighting game. So one of the games that I love the most from the Xbox 360 PS3 area is Fight Night Round 3. It's a boxing game. Okay. Which Is that a fighting game or is it a sports game? It is a two-on-two side-by-side. I punch fighting. you. I, right. I, that's so what I, be I, either, but... I'd put it in fighting, but... Uh, it's it was always classified as sports. Um, best fighting game was actually multiverses. Best what um, game? Fighting game. Oh, interesting. I love multiverses. I stopped I, playing it, but it was a really good time for a while. I downloaded it because you told me to, and then I didn't play it, and I think I deleted it. Dang. Last week. Oh wow. Okay. Well. Yeah. I apologize. Don't have to take my word for it. Um, best RPG was Elden Ring. Uh, that's the name you'll be hearing a lot. Did you play Elden Ring, Nolan? I almost played Elden Ring. The story is they it came out and they had like some clunky co-op features. Right. Um, kind of like Dark Souls with like summoning and stuff like that. Well, it's the same um, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they did a patch to kind of make it a little bit easier. And they made the summoning easier, but still like there's a lot of barrier, invisible barrier restrictions. And it's not like it's basically just not meant to be played the whole game co-op, you know, You're right supposed to bring someone in to help you. So I ended up not. But it's been on my radar, and it's probably one I'll circle back to soon because I, I do really everyone, want to play it. Everyone puts it over. Yeah. Um, best action adventure game: God of War, Ragnarok. Um, I again, I haven't. The last God of War I played was two. I know everybody likes these last ones, so I'm surprised that there's no like time limit for these things. It seems like because that just came out like a like week, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of garbage. I feel like there's definitely recency bias there. 
Um, yeah. I feel like it should have had there should, the window should be cut off like a few months before. I definitely agree the with that. Award show. Um, yeah, that's really. I, I was thinking that too. It was like God of War Ragnarok, that just came out, right? But anyway, um, skipping a little bit, innovation and accessibility, which is a, a a category that's pretty interesting. I don't. So, what that means is recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, or content to help games be played and enjoyed by uh, an even wider audience. Uh, God of War Ragnarok won that, but it does not tell me why. So. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And this is from IGN, so I mean, good for them. <clears throat> um, this is wild to me. So there's a category called best community support, um, which is an int- it's like best customer service. Uh, Final Fantasy 14. Um, that's so crazy to me that that game is still going on. Um, it's still super popular too. That's crazy. Like dude. the top MMO. Yeah. How? That's wild. That's and that's been out for 12 years. I mean, we played a bit during the pandemic, Michael, and you would open it up and it would be like six hours until you could get into play. It was like extremely popular, wow. you know? I mean, I say that in World of Warcraft came out in 04 and it's still going, but yeah, that's, I mean, good for them. Um, but I've always heard good things about um, the devs for that game. Um, Best mobile game is a game that we covered uh, a while back, the announcement of Marvel Snap, the Marvel trading card game. I play I, it. Uh, do you? I haven't gotten to download yeah. it. I Everyone's do you like playing it? Snap, Michael. Okay, I'll have to. Well, then I'll, I'm gonna get it as soon as we're done. Um, it's really fun. Okay, yeah. best debut slash indie game was Stray, that cat game everybody like. Uh, everybody liked. Um, best ongoing game FF14. Um, <laughs> let's do the last two here. Um, game of the well, the, the best game direction was Elden Ring, and game of the year was Elden Ring. So Elden Ring kind of swept. Uh, God of yeah. War also got a lot. Um, I skipped over some ones that God of War won. God of War technically won more things, but Elden Ring won the better ones. Um, so I know Joe from my store and uh, former, he's been on the podcast once uh, or twice, really likes Elden Ring. So I'm happy that the That's cool. The from software people are, you know, able to get that award despite the uh, the gate crasher person uh standing behind them and being a troll while they got their acceptance speech if you haven't seen that go look that up it's really weird um but we did get a bunch of trailers for some new games um let's see i'll go first i had i found a couple that i thought were pretty interesting maybe not necessarily all new games but um one of them was a dlc pack for cyberpunk 2077 called phantom liberty which is going to add Idris Elba to the mix as a character named Solomon Reed, which I think looks super awesome. And yeah, I didn't even know he was in this game. He he's wasn't. But he will. As soon as I heard the voice before they showed right. him, I was like, oh, yeah, we know. Yeah, exactly. So I think that looks super cool and is something that could get me back into it. Uh, another thing that stood out to me, um, I, I, I tried to pick an under the radar one, too, is Crash Team Rumble. Okay. So Crash Team Rumble is sort of like a Super Smash Brothers style game, but with Crash Bandicoot characters. And if so Crash Team Racing on the PS1, I will hold to this day is superior to Mario Kart 64. CTR is very good. And I think this has the potential to be very, very good. Um, I just love I have very fond memories for the Crash universe and their side games are excellent. So that one's it looks really cool fun. Too. It looks like it has the 
like the format of like for uh, not uh, Overwatch, you know, yes. where it's not like um, side scrolling. I'm not sure what. Right. What it looks like, that, an, like like an a, arena. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like five v five or something. Yeah. Um, it looks fun though. I would. Yeah. I would definitely try it. Yeah. I. I don't think we know a lot about like the gameplay itself, but it. I'm. I'm. I'm about it. Um, from software, uh, who did Elden Ring announced um, Armored Core Six, which is uh, a franchise that's been dormant for like ten years. And if I can tell you, um, this is a wildly or was a wildly popular franchise. Um, And we would always just blow through those games Um, and always in demand. Um, I, I, they're very hard, um, which should not surprise you as they're from, from software. Um, But have you ever played any of the armored cores? No, I hadn't even really heard of it. Right. Okay. So it's like um, mech simulations. So um, in the mech genre, there's different types of games, and this is one of the harder ones, harder mass-produced games. Um, and Armored Core is very well-respected, very good. So very exciting for the people that like the mech games that Armored Core is coming back. So very cool. Um, the the well, trailer think, was really like cinematic. And, it and was. Pretty, well, I mean, I would watch they, a show of that. They got they got that they got that Elden Ring money now. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you blow it all in one game. Right. Um, the last thing we got was actually, or that I wanted to say, uh, highlight is that we got a clip for the new Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, yes. Where he's being, where Mario is being escorted by Toad um, amongst <laughs> a sea of other Toads. And yes. the clip was really cute. It's going to be great, Michael. It is. It's going to be good. You're There's right. no reason not to be excited for the future best video game movie adaptation. You know? I agree with um, you. I'm hype. Yes. I have nothing else to say. Yeah. It was just Chris Pratt and um was it Keegan Michael Key? Keegan Michael Key. To... Yeah. Keegan Michael Key was doing a lot uh more, I guess, with his voice. Right. And Chris um, Chris Pratt was there. He was doing Chris Pratt, which yeah. is what I've accepted. So it's not like a deterrent anymore. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Chris Pratt. So but anyway, I'm still really hype. Um, were there any trailers that you liked, Dylan? Yeah, there were a few. We got some big ones. Um, the first one, well, I guess, which is not a big one, but I thought was interesting was for a Hellboy game. You know, that was really cool, actually. Yeah, the art style is the only reason I put it here because it looks exactly like the comics. You it's know? incredible looking. Like, yeah, I I don't um, even like love Hellboy all that much, but man, that looks really exciting. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, that doesn't web, even web have a release. Web of weird. Yeah, it's gonna come out sometime. Yeah, it's an action adventure with an original story created in par- partnership with Dark Horse Comics awesome. and the creator Mike Mignola. So I don't know. It looks really good. Uh, check it, it out really just cool. to see. Like, I think it's just worth an artist, like from an artistic standpoint, the translation of the drawing to the video game. It's like a really good example of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it looks. I was shocked at how cool that game looked. I'd have to see a lot more to decide to play it. Yeah, you know, I get that. But I assume this is like amazing for Hellboy fanatics who, you know, let's be honest, they're always going through a rough time. <laughs> Hellboy fans are always going through it. Yeah. Um, but they got a cool game coming out. They do. Um, okay. We got the trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which they revealed at Star Wars Celebration, like a yep. quick little CGI teaser trailer thing, but and with the title. But now we got like the full 
trailer gameplay cinematic story kind of thing you know it's coming yeah. out march 17th obviously 2023 um on all the platforms um and it's just a sequel to um fallen order and it takes place around the same time as the obi-wan show interesting um, okay i played the first one um i played, played, played a little bit of it i'm gonna be honest i played about half of it and then i kind of gave up and then watched the rest of the cinematics on youtube um i mean so i can I, say i played it <laughs> I, I played less than half of it for sure and i okay. did not i did not care to continue um i the gameplay itself was fun i just didn't care i get um, that yeah. I have no good reason for stopping to play it. It's not like I hated it. I was just, I don't know, I just move on to something else. But um, right. I thought the Jedi gameplay looked really cool in this one. It does. Like it does. a lot it of upgrades. Really cool. He did the thing with like the stopping the lasers, like Kylo Ren style. I'm sure right. someone's like, that's actually this guy's style from, you know. Yeah, stupid. Ever. But but you know what I mean? That's what I saw at first. Right. But it looked really cool. Kylo um, Ren. Kylo Ren. Um, I hope what I would like to see out of this is an explanation. It's called Survivor, so I'm like, does that mean he lives? But um, some kind of explanation as to why he's not present and anything else, you know? Yeah, Th- that's always kill him. I don't want to say you have to kill him for that reason, but like, maybe he I'm... goes into hiding or something. I don't know. Well, that that's the thing is like when you're making prequels like that, it's you you have a lot of creative problems. Yeah. So I guess but just we'll give us some reason why he wasn't there and then you can and the actor looks just like the character so you could even do live action stuff with with him, you know? That's an interesting idea. We'll see. Yeah, we'll know. see. It looks fun though. Um It does. Okay, one my favorite trailer was Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League and I've been looking forward to this game for a very long time. I feel years. like we've been talking about it for a long time. Yes, it's been delayed for years. Um but it's set to like actually come out. We'll see on in May, um, and this is like as a reminder. It's like a rock steady game. Uh, it's a multiplayer cooperative. You're playing as a Suicide Squad, and you're fighting an evil, like possessed looking Justice League, something like that. Okay. Um, it's like Flash, Wonder Woman, Batman. Um, but this trailer was mostly it was like a Batman reveal because we hadn't seen him really yet. And um, you got some cool voice at the end. So, and it's Kevin Conroy's final performance as oh, Batman. Oh, wow. Is it so really? It's like, yeah. So that was the big like mic drop of the trailer. But um, it looked really good. I don't know. The humor the humor lands, I think. Uh, they're dragging around a flash body mostly in this yes. trailer. It's, I, it's basically I, just a scene I liked in the it. game. But I'm yeah. hyped. They don't show any gameplay. But I mean, it looks, it looks, I mean, the vibes are what you want. Yeah. Do we like Rocksteady? They did the Arkham Batman Arkham games. People did, like Did they do all of them? They didn't do that. Because those last games aren't one. all good. They that last one, the Mon the like something Montreal took over. I don't right. remember. Then yeah, I think we do like Rocksteady. Yeah. Um because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at their their games. Yes, we like Rocksteady. Okay. Definitely. I'm just excited for like a big until in the oh, last game. game was in 2016 and it was Batman Arkham VR which if you don't count that one which you probably shouldn't I it would wouldn't. be Batman Arkham Knight which is in 2015 so we're looking at 8 years okay well they've been working on this for a while so video game financing is wild like these people haven't put out a product in 8 years and they're still like employing people and working and getting bringing in money and whatever right 
That's why it's like kind of sad when a game flops to me, you know, because it's absolutely. Like, if a movie flops, there's like ten more in the pipeline this year from Fox Searchlight or whatever. Um, yeah, but, but if a video game flops and it's not a AAA developer, you know, studio sh- may be shutting down. Shut it at down. that point. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can I say something not game related? Yes. Um, that I feel like we have to cover. Um. Taylor Swift is making her directorial feature length directorial debut. And it's a Fox Searchlight picture, which is like the prestige. You know, she wrote a script and she's directing the full movie. She did an actors on, on actors with uh, Neil McDonough. <laughs> I mean, a directors on directors, a variety thing. Huh. And then she and Guillermo del Toro have been going back and forth about he, how he's her favorite creator and he gave her lots of credit too. So I'm like, you know, yeah, I saw that. There might be something there, Michael, is all I'm saying. What if I mean I hope it's look, a comic book adaptation so we can cover it? <laughs> I mean, we'll cover it regardless. Okay. Like so like she's a talented songwriter, right? So what that means is she's a talented storyteller. So that could translate. The technical aspect of filmmaking might be different, but I don't she know. She has like, done a lot a lot of her videos. Uh-huh. And she most recently did the all too well 10 minute short film, um, which is going to be nominated for best short film at the Oscars this year. <laughs> Guaranteed. It is. Yeah. The okay. campaign has started just the, just being in the directors on directors variety oh, wow. lineup means you're going to get, you're going to get that nom, you know? I see. I see. And you should watch it, Michael, because um, make sure fantastic. to remind me. Cause I, I will forget. Okay. I'll send it to you. <laughs> where, where do you, where can you watch it? YouTube. Oh, okay. I'll watch it. Awesome. Well, well that's 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 my only new news. Okay. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan, and I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.